Okay. Shalom the Mishnah again. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Lama Chesam and Aleph. You show you every day, you show you Kotter Makrani say, Einachrim Ashenimim. So, as we mentioned a number of times, we did this Mishnah that the classic Minig in the times of Chazal were that a person would be leading the Tzibur, the Shatz, and everyone would be Yotzer from him. However, if the Shatz is an Evidu Yisho Katan, he cannot be made to you. Obviously, he doesn't have the ability to be made to someone else. Nachaya themselves, Evidu Yisho, as we pointed out, is Mangrama, a Katan is Nachaya Mitzvos. And therefore, there is no requirement to say how, and therefore, they can't be moti someone else. So, they have to say the words of Hallel themselves. And it's a curse that comes to those people. It's a disgrace. As Rashi says, two things. Either they didn't learn, and they don't know how to say it. And even if they did learn, why are you pointing this guy, who's the, certainly not fitting to be a shliach, certainly not fitting to be a shliach, but to be the one who's leading the shah. So that itself is a disgraceful situation. And therefore, we call it tavulimiyu. It's like a curse coming to those, to those people who are present there and have this person appointed as the shliach tzibba. If a gado, which is the way in the classic way it was done, so people would stand there and answer and respond haluka, which means that at every pasuk, as we said, they would respond the word haluka, one pasuk haluka, one pasuk haluka. Every pasuk that was the response to that pasuk, as a way of sort of joining into the to the praise of a kaddish baruch Hu and doing so. Someone asked that last to Shailah, which I don't have a good answer to, that there's a Mishnah Brachas, famous Mishnah Brachas, which says, someone says, Maidim, Maidim, Shas, can I say? Right? Someone says, Maidim, Maidim, twice, who tell him to be quiet. Why? Looks like he's talking to two Rishis, two different gods. So, as we're going to see, next line in this Mishnah, Malkam Shnogu Lichfal Yichfal. The way Hala was done was, well, at least in some places, the meaning was the double the Psukim. So why is the next line of a problem? Why is the next line of a problem of saying them, saying things double like made them made them? Why isn't that an issue? When it says when it says that if Mashiach um, Omri the Tabalam era that means that who should be cursed the, the people that are being mm-hmm. with these people? Mm-hmm. Yotsu appointed them either one. Yeah. And the Chaim here the Kasha. Mishnah says it was a minig to double all the Pesachim of Hal. Similar to what was done by Minah Meitzah, which, as we pointed out, is almost like a doubling. So I believe it was, who asked last night? Someone asked last night. Maybe it was Yar Kugel. Rabbi Kugel, that why is not that a problem of, Mishnah says in, Sh- in Brachis, someone says, Meidim, Meidim, Meshaskin, they say. If they made them twice, you tell them to be quiet. Looks like you're talking to two different gods. Shema Shmat is the same thing. Maidim Maidim actually is, is an example. So why isn't Halal Halal? I mean, it's not Halal Halal, but it's saying Pasuk, then Pasuk, then Pasuk, then Pasuk. The nature of a song is repeated, so Halal is Halal mean. Okay, so, so, so this is what we're trying to suggest, that maybe Halal is a nature with what? That's how songs are. It's part of the way songs are. It's so what about a Halal? What about, what about that? What's the point of Halal? Yeah. The point is Halal is to It's a song of praise. So yeah, different, yeah. again, think, think well, of it, different than Maidim. Maidim. Well, it's like servitude. It's not. It's like saying it's not that it's a song. But more than is, I mean, it's a thanks. It's a thanks. Okay, so, t- so let's it's speak difference. it out. What's the difference? Let, let me hear. What's the difference? What between between? Uh, so I am saying that one said in a way of song. Yeah. One said in a way of. I mean, it might be acknowledging the oneness of Hashem, thanking Hashem. Right. I think it's more like echad. So you can't. You know what I mean? 
when you're praising Hashem, you want it's like you're not talking referring to two people. Or you're praising Hashem for all the things He's done, right? So it is also a similar concept. Of that's not the nature of when you say Maidem, isn't like when we sing songs on Hanukkah, like Shem Chol yeah. to be Yotze for to have a, su- a Suda on Hanukkah. How do you have Suda on Hanukkah? Yeah. When you sing Shem Chol Da. So the songs that we sing, we repeat words, we do that in order because that's how we like you know that causes our vagus and so you're, saying, you're supposed to do so hollow is the song you know, the point of hollow is to stir your emotion to praise of god so you're saying what i'm saying that, that, that in, a, in a way of song song particularly is a way of being said in a fashion of doubling when people sing zvir and javas people say hashem's name i've heard people say you know re- repeat words and say hashem's name in the song <laughs> Question if that's is, proper. That, is that right, right. <laughs> I, I, I hear what you're saying Saying that you'd you, be mastic them, he's saying limitz uh, chus for for that idea. No, which is it's a nice idea. He's saying when it's being read, but I'm not sure if it's still correct to say it, you know, that way with Hashem's name. But truth is in how we say Hashem's name numerous times, and we repeat the psukim. I mean, yeah, the, the whole pasuk though. Right, so the whole pasuk. So sure, it's a good point. It's better. It's better. So from a halachic perspective, but he's saying that the concept is a similar idea. Yeah. That. Repeating it through song is a certain type of expression. You see it to hell. Oh. No, no, no. no, there is a place in Tom that's, I mean, yeah, Rashi there? says the home in Naimetsa is really repetition. Right. Not exactly repetition, but basically repetition of, of Pasuk after Pasuk. So, again, it is an idea, concept of repetition. So, I, I think, and that's where it's coming from, that since Naimetsa at the end is repeated, we do repeating in the beginning as well, which is the whole beginning part of hell. So, I hear, I think it's a nice, I think it's a nice idea. Probably an important idea. Yeah, to finish Lebano, we repeat a bunch of stuff there too. But it's on the song. I mean, this is what do you what do you repeat against Lebano? You say a theme three times. Yeah. yeah. Shalom Aleichem. Yeah. You say that to get his emerald. So like the more uh, things ready for Shalom Aleichem these days. Yeah. Shalom. Right, right. Okay, it's, it's good. It's a good, good harvest. Each one has to be uh, looked at individually. But I, li- I like this. Or you this. go to sleep in Hamapiel, you say, or in Filos Adera, if you say all these psukim, you're supposed to say three times. Right. And I mean, in some of these more capitalistic type of sedarium, there's like seven times this and three times that, and all these. Mm-hmm. And Kippur, we say all of it. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. It's a good point. Yeah. I guess the, the the connection between a modem and modem is a praise of a Kaddish Baruch. That's what that's what struck in a very similar to Halal, which is both a praise. But see, in, even within praise, there's two types of praise: the praise Derech song, which is more appropriate, is to be repeating and arousing the feelings of emotion through repeating, and then there's the sort of more saying, for lack of a better word. <laughs> saying, Maybe this, modem, this. modem. The whole purpose of modem is modem It's like the oneness of Hasham. You're like kind of. Really right, e- even though it's it's. I mean, it ultimately, thinking Kodesh Baruch will be saying it's it's. That's what, that's what you're saying. But also, it's like part of the, part of that is like acknowledgement. Of the it's like acknowledgement. Hashem is one, right? Hashem is one, and he's running everything and taking care of everything. And, and here, I don't know. Right, other places, not necessarily. There. Right. Yeah, and it's it's interesting point. Right. 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 By the current Pesach, there was right. Clearly said again, again. Right. Yeah, okay. It's just an interesting point to point out, this contrast in terms of different ways 
of praising Hakadosh Baruch Hu and how it's how it's done, and what the approach was. Okay. The people that say hallow without a bracha on those times, they say hallow without a bracha, they end, like, by Hodel Hashem, Kitov Kilom Chasto at the end, and they don't, that whole shtickle is, is the second bracha? I would assume so. Okay. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I've, 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 nev- I've never actually hallowed without a bracha. <laughs> I thought the rub used to do the other side, and why you're supposed to say on your mouth, why the people Yes, say. I do. But I don't, I don't know how they do it. <laughs> I don't know how they say without a bracha. And the people on, on Pesach night also say without a bracha. My meaning is, I say with a bracha, and yeah. saying by if the davening, yeah. yeah what would be the tzad to say without a bracha? I don't, I don't know, I don't know, <laughs> and I'm not sure, I'm not sure. It's, again, I guess questionable, I mean, there's a shayla of, of that whole halal, and, and in general, I guess when there's a shayla of halal, so you're saying, you just said, took him, tell him, without saying bracha. I'm assuming they skipped, I'm assuming they skipped the whole paragraph, that paragraph, I thought it was but... Okay, back to our scheduled program. So this is, I think, an important just thing to think about in terms of the structure of how the structure of how how is done, how it's said, how it's, you know, I think it's a very interesting point. So Malkus Shlogel Lichvol Yichvol Yilushik Yifshet Lavarach Yivarach. So the meaning either was to say the entire halal doubled, entire halal not doubled except for the end of it, which we said everyone says the end of it doubled, but everyone says Ben Amitzar, and then Oitcha doubled. That's we'll see in the Gemara, and then. If it was a minute to say a bracha, means bracha at the end, Yivarach, Kok B'nei Kamadina. Tan Rabbanan, Vemes Amru Ben Mivarach Li'aviv, Ever Mivarach L'Rabbi, Yishma Mivarachas L'Bayla. A son can make a bracha for his father. We said the case was the son who is Chayiv owned Rabbanan because it's the son which is Gila Chinuch. He's saying a bracha for his father who is not Chayiv Rabbanan. I'm sorry, it's not Chayiv Deraisa because he only ate a less amount than a Ketesvi. He didn't fill himself up. And therefore it's possible for his son to be on the same level as his father when the son's not by mitzvah. Eved can say a bracha for his rabbi. Ishta can say a bracha for her husband. They're both chayiv and bracha samazon. Avul amru hachamim tovim yirul the adam she ishta wanim bracha. The same thing that it's like a curse. Someone who needs that their wife or their children to make the bracha for them is unfortunately very degrading. And if they need that, that's also tovim yirul. It's like a curse coming to them. Okay, here's really hard. Gemara starts. We need help in this, so everyone could uh, put their best foot forward to help us get through this next gemara, which is quite difficult. Amar Okay, so there's many, actually, many great halachas we can learn there from the meaning of halal. Now, again, as we, as we pointed out yesterday, there was different, this is not the same as the Mishnah. The Mishnah, the meaning was, as Rashi points out, one person said halal, everyone responded. That was across the board, that was what was done, and that was generally the general practice. Rav is talking now, in Rav's time, that was not what was done. It was not done that one person out of everyone. At this time, everyone's saying halal for themselves. But there were still certain things that were done as a zeicher, as a commemoration of what used to be done in times of the Mishnah. And those things will teach us an aspect of what was done then and perhaps even be relevant now as well. That's what Rav is pointing out. So Rav said a number of things. Let's go through one, one at a time. Who amr haluka? Vein emrim haluka. Who means the chaz? The chaz said the word haluka. This is the first word of halal. And they responded haluka. This is, teaches us that even in those times, there was a mitzvah to say haluka. What's going on over here? So Rashi, we, we went through Rashi, that's something I'm not going to see it inside now, and the Ran really explains Rashi as follows. That, remember, in the times of the Mishnayis, there's one person saying the entire thing. Everyone's listening. The, there was one word, the word haluka, 
which even someone who was a Bucky, even even um, even the Bikim, and we said that everyone used to respond, Haluka. That was the response throughout the entire thing. The Bikim, those who knew Halal, they could they could say it themselves. They don't need to really say it along with everyone else. In the times of the Mishnah. That means the average person didn't know how to say halal, listen to the shots, and respond to haluk on every, on every line. There was one word, which is the first word of halal, every single person, Baki and any Baki, they all said the word haluka. First the chazan, everyone responded to haluka. Now why was that done? Why, why did the Baki do that? So the Baki did that, as the round points out, really because they wanted to have at least one point in halal. Everyone was doing the same thing to sort of set in motion that the way to listen to halal, the way to be involved in halal, is response to halaluka. So even though you're a bucket and you don't need the halaluka because you're going to say it yourself, but in the first word, everyone said the word halaluka, to sort of set in motion, this is the way to listen to halal, this is the way to be involved in halal, say halaluka, say, the, say the, the word of halaluka. That's what was done. Wouldn't it be considered better to have been a bucket? Is it better to be a bucket? Well, For sure. Because right. you're separating yourself from the Kehillah at that time. You're doing something different. It's a good point. So it's, 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 a, it's a very good point. There's sim- sim- I mean, simply, we usually try to have avoid people saying things for us because it's hard to concentrate fully. It's hard to really pay attention the whole time, which you really need to do that. So in a way, there's a mile of doing it yourself, which is going to give you the advantage of being able to focus better and, and involved and really in really in a higher way. So you're right. It is something different. But I guess everyone else is really, they're the ones who the Nebuch is on. It's a they don't know how to say they can't read the words. They don't know what they're doing. So But we see from this everybody was supposed to do that as well. Not well, not again, just that one word, so to set in motion, this is what's done. This is what's done. That's the Ran the Ran so this is a very interesting language. Right? He says that He says Ratsulahashvas Kulambresha Halo. You want to have some point that everyone's equal? In order to know that the way to respond is is the haluka is, is, is the response of haluka. That's the way to the way to do so. And that's what the, that's what the Ram says is the is the basic mitzvah of of, of halal of, of, of the first word, first word of halal. Now, the the that's the first point. Rava's first point. Now, just as an aside, Rava himself does not talk about the bracha. No much of the bracha. What was done by the bracha? Everyone said the bracha. Some said the bracha. No one said the bracha. Stasis points out that everyone said the bracha. I assume everyone knew how to say brachos. Brachos was something which was pretty basic, pretty simple. So brachos says everyone said. Everyone said the bracha. And now listen what happened. So everyone said the bracha together. After the bracha is finished, Chazan says the word haluka. Everyone responds, haluka. That's the response. And then the Chazan continues the next pasuk. The Baki continues with him. And the Enoch became listen, and they say the word Haluka at the end of the Pasuk. Tyson makes the point that even though it's going to be a little bit of a hefsik, because everyone said the Baracha, and then everyone's quiet. And the Chazan says Haluka. Everyone's quiet for that second. So why is that hefsik? Tyson says it's not a problem. The reason why it's not a problem simply is it's a very short hefsik. It's a hefsik which is only for a one word. A one word hefsik is not considered a hefsik. And we don't, um, we don't consider that to be anything which is, um, which is, which is an issue. And therefore... Yes, I'm just calling the conference call. Um, that's why it's not considered to be a, a issue of, of Hefzik. That's, that's the bottom line of, 
of the first point that Rava makes. Really, the, his goal was to point out this unusual practice of everyone saying um, Hallel, everyone saying Hallel, Everyone's saying the word Haluka by the um, by the first thing. Okay, let's continue going. That was the first point of Rava. Okay, um, next thing. Who are Mahalu Avdi Hashem? Veinaimem Haluka. Then the Chazan continues to Halu Avdi Hashem, and they responded Haluka. Mikan Shemayegodo Makroi Say Einachem Haluka. Says the Gemara that, that at this point, this is again dealing with the, dealing with the time of Rava. And the time of Rava, many people talk a new halal. They knew what the halal. What happened? There was still done a zecher, a commemoration to what was done then. What was the zecher? Everyone said halal of the Hashem. The Chazan halal of the Hashem. Everyone responded halaluka. Now this was not necessary at this point because people are saying it themselves. This is a zecher to commemorate what was done then. And the Ran points out, or um, the Rachanah points out, one of them points out that this is relevant for Lachal Amaisa also. Let's say someone's not a Baki. What do you do? So the way you do is you respond Haluka. Every, every Pasuk, after every you respond the word Haluka. That's an important lesson, not just for then, even for now. If someone's ain't a Baki, what do you do? Listen, Pasuk, Haluka. Pasuk, Haluka. Pasuk, Haluka. That's the, way, that's the way to listen to Halal. That's the second point of what was done. So we have two unusual minhagan that were done in times of Rava. These obviously aren't done today. First one is everyone said the word Haluka after the Chazan. Second thing is everyone said Haluka after the first Pasuk. As the commemoration of what was done then, that if a God was saying it, everyone responded with Haluka. So this is just talking about Halal or the Yantuk Mot? Or is it talking about Halal about the Seder or other? Good question. I mean, it's a good question. What's Halal about the Seder? Is that different? I mean, this is definitely talking about Halal in Shul. That's where the classic situation we're talking about is about the Knesios. Rashi, Rashi, about the Knesios. So Rashi, the top Rashi says, Sounds like all the Menhagim were dealing with all the Shul Menhagim, what was done in Shul. It's a good question. What was done at home? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you have a problem because if many people didn't know Halal, so then Lavdaf every house has one person who does. I'm not sure there's a good solution for that. At least in Shul, you can assume one person knows how to say halal. You find the one guy who knows how to do it, then you can, you can do it. Right? But it's a good point. What happened in the homes? Did you have someone? I'm not sure if it was just a matter of knowing it by heart. It was a matter of thinking. It sounded like a matter of reading it as well. Even a matter of reading it. I'm not sure if they knew how to read it. They were fluent in the reading. It, it sounds like that. This is not just the issue of the, of the knowledge of the words. It doesn't sound like. Okay. So that's halacha number two. Halacha number three. Hu ayim rahidu l'Hashem, v'hein ayim rahidu l'Hashem. Something I got a little, little stuck with. Right? They said, the chaz rahidu l'Hashem, and they responded rahidu l'Hashem. Ah, what? There's not a haluka. What's going on over here? Dr. Gemara. Here's telling you a new halacha about the responding. We thought the response was always haluka. Not so simple. Mikan... Shemitzvalanos rush rushe prakim. Now, when it comes to rushe prakim, which means the beginning of a new chapter, there you don't respond haluka. There you respond what the chazan said. You say the same words he says haydul hashem. You also say haydul hashem. You don't, you don't respond haluka. You say the response of the of the of, of the same words of the chazan. 
Look at look at the second wide line of Rashi. We can. When it comes to the Rashi Prakim, the beginning of paragraphs, you don't respond to Haluka. You respond to the actual Rashi Prakim. We don't just respond to Haluka. Right, we don't have to do it at all because we say the whole halal. He says again, again, it's reminding you what was used to be done then. This is a zeichel. This is a commemoration for. It sounds like if it never happened again, or someone who doesn't know how to do it, whatever it's going to make a zeichel. So we have a new halacha now. It's not that in our mishnah. We didn't know this till now. Right? The assumption was we said halacha to every single response. The answer now is that that's true generally throughout so halal, except for Rashi Prakam. If they don't say halukah, it's not enough. It's not enough. You have to say both. So it tastes Rashi Lashem doesn't but the Gemara says this was a response. How do you do It sounds like the response was what the Chazan said. Now the question, obvious question is so why is the Gemara, why is the Gemara wait till how do Lashem? Rashi Prakam, that's not the first Rashi Parak. Rashi Parak. First. Taisa Sol will be the next, the next one. So Taisa is bothered with this. Look at the first wide line in Taisa. V'shema mitchilas halal ad hayudu perik echad. Maybe from the beginning of halal till hayudu all consider one long perik, even though in, we break it up with numbers, right? It's, it's all considered one long perik. The last one in Hagad Haliyah, similar to ad hayudu. They didn't make any sort of similar hayudu. The parak Rishon Abba'achron have a list of simons there, right? Your question, the next parak afterwards, they should have made this simon. They didn't do that. So the first one, you had the Haluka, that was done, and they said, but the next, taste, taste the next beginning of a parak is Haluka. I'm sorry, it's Haluka Hashem. Zeshter and Tesis. And it's not, this one is very strange. What's the basis of Tesis Ra? What's with Halilah? All these one. But Mashiv, right? Each one is its own, its own uh, section. What's going on over here? So it sounds clearly from 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 Tesfus, and this is saying Gemara sounds very clear that there was not a new parik until Haydul Hashem, Haydul Hashem. That's that's the beginning of the, of the next um, new parik, which is an unbelievable thing. And this, this is a, so we have three halachas the Rebbe learned there from the way we did halal. Right, number one, number one is is that there's a this, uh, that there's a requirement of saying the word haluka. Number two, that there's a response of Haluka to the first, even in times of Rav, even to the first Pasuk. And then the third thing, which is a commemoration of then, Haidul Hashem, which is a new parak, they also Haidul Hashem again. Okay, we're good? Saying we're good? Okay. Let's see now, let's see a little bit there inside. So I want to read this all three halachas now all together. Let's read it straight now. So Zamarav Hilchos Agaveret Dikel Mashmi Minhaga. There is great halachas you can learn out from the meaning of the halal that was done in times of Rava. Who are Malaluka? We name him Malaluka. The Chazan said Malaluka. Everyone responded to Malaluka. Bikan Shemitzvah Lanet Malaluka. There's this one word Malaluka which is said that's a mitzvah for everyone to say. We said Bucky and Bucky. All of them say that. Number one. Who are Malaluka of the Hashem? We name him Malaluka. The Chazan says Malaluka of the Hashem. Everyone responds Malaluka. That's again. Where did he get, where does that come from? When you have a God saying, when you have a saying it, the response is not a luka. That's number two. So it became the meaning for everyone to say it. Well, uh, after each thing. Then, then. Only, only to remind the inner bikim what, what you should be, should be doing. So in so Ravas. What does this have to do with, with no, the in, fact in, that we learn it from a God 
No, because in Rav's time they did that. Everyone did it. You're right. Everyone did it in Rav's time. But it was not necessarily necessary for everyone to do it. Only really the only the Bikim, but everybody did it to remind everyone what used to be done and sort of to teach people who are not Bikim what to do. The first halacha teaches it to the Mitzvah so again, the first thing is the halukah, the first word, the first word before anything is done. The second thing is after the first pasuk. The first one, even exactly, exactly, exactly. The first one, the first one applies even then, even for bikiim. That was the chiddush we said. That's, that's the Ryan's point. And really, the Aruchaner points this out. He says, you know, the Aruchaner really is bothered you kasha that those two halachas really, really overlap. He says no. The first halacha was relevant even then, even for bikiim. And that's how I actually knew that, because if not, it's the same halacha twice. So mostly there's a new halacha of halacha, even if it became, everyone's saying that. And the second halacha is, is, a, is a point of, of responding of halacha after, after the first pasuk. The third thing is, Hu aimer ha'idul Hashem, hein aimer ha'idul Hashem, mikan shemitzvah lanas rashi prakum. New halacha, when it comes to rashi prakum, when it comes to beginning of paragraphs, there's a, there's a requirement not to say halacha, but to say the same words the Chazan said. Mitzvah to respond to Rashi Prakim, to the again, beginning of, of, of paragraphs. Okay, and that's, that's, the, that's the, the third halacha that we're, that we're learning out um, that Rav is saying. Let's try this. This is a, we didn't attempt to say, let's try the fourth one. Fourth halacha. So he says, Anashem Ashiena, Chazan. Everyone responds, Anashem Ashiena. Mikan, we see from here. Shemaya Kotter Makro Yisah, and if a Kotter is reading for them, the one who's leading, in an Achrav Mashu Emer. They respond what the Chazan says. How do you see that? How do you see that? Zakt Rashi. Rashi is the fifth wide line. Who am I not? Lein Aimer Achravana. Lein Zemer Rashi Prakim. It's not from Rashi Prakim. Why is it so? Why they're saying the same words? Why are they saying the same words after him? Zakt Rashi bezachzikuli is simen leikotakana. This is a. This is trying to strengthen again, really, as a commemoration of the ikotakana. Lamisha semechalamakre. Someone who wants to rely upon the person who's the makre who's the chazin. There are times you have to go and respond to every single word. Why is that case? Yes, one is that case. One is that. There's one very simple case. That means they're right now doing something unusual to remind everyone that there actually are situations where you have to say every single word after the chazan. How could that be? Do it yourself. No, when the chazan is the person who's the chazan, the person who's a katan, we have no choice but to listen. Uh, you cannot listen to him. You have to say it yourself. You cannot rely upon his tefillah. That's the fourth halacha we're going to see from there. Let's see it again inside now. That's the same thing the Mishnah is telling you? What? That's the same thing the Mishnah is telling you. Yeah, but this, again, Rav is saying this was things you can learn out. Look, at the, look around at my halal done in the shul now, and you learn halachas as from what was done. So you're right, this halacha of the Mishnah, but this was done in Rav's time to, com- to commemorate what was done in the Mishnah's time to remind people that there is a time that there's, that's necessary. Not the beginning of the parak. Right, that's what Rashi was right. It's not the beginning of the parak, right? Because if it's beginning of the parak, then it's, we can why he's saying it over again. Because Rashi Prakim has to do that. And it's not Rashi Prakim, you still have to go and say those words. It must be that you are. Um, there's a certain time you have to do exactly that. 
Let's see the small thing inside. Then we'll have for a few quick minutes. One more on Hashem Hashirna. And I'm on Hashem Hashirna. We can't show me a cut in Makarayson. So there are that again from the fact it's not Rashi Prakim, and you're repeating all the words that the Chazan said. Teach you there are times everyone needs to do that. When does everyone need to do that? When you have a cut and who's doing it, then you have to everyone see everyone doing it. So we have four halachas we learned so far from what was done in times of Rava. We'll see more next week. Um, but this is a difficult to get in the minhagim to get them all clear to what's going on. Hopefully we can get this uh, keep on getting this clear with Chazara. Obviously, Hashem. That's the last